Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It was a room that allowed everyone, you know, a lot of the men were like crying, telling oh. their story because I've never really seen that. And it, it was super magical for me, you know, just to see, you know, other men just be vulnerable to their brothers, you know, in a world where we got to be tough, you know. Someone pinch me. Did I really just interview Adam Ali? Okay, Michelle, get a hold of yourself. I really wanted to have the conversation centered around fatherhood. You've heard me, Paula, and Brittany talk about our experience as mothers and our journey into motherhood. But as the saying goes, it takes two to tango. I wanted to get a male perspective on what fatherhood is like. A shot of melanin is about having melanated stories, specifically Canadian black voices. So I thought about who can I speak with in regards to being a father and fatherhood, specifically a Canadian father that is well known to many. I shot my shot, y'all, and asked Canadian and YouTuber Adam Ali to join me to discuss fatherhood. So this episode is an honor to all the dads, but specifically all black fathers who are changing the narrative, creating brotherhoods, shaking the table, kissing boo-boos, from girl dads to boy dads to fathers who ain't new to this and to soon to be dads to the dads that made us laugh the dads we go to for comfort and those that are no longer with us this episode is dedicated to you happy father's day to all the wonderful fathers out there we see you we love you and we appreciate you this is a shot of melanin (laughs) 
Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another episode of A Shot of Melanin. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about fatherhood. And I thought what best person to have on this episode, but a father, of course, himself. So I've got Adam Ali on today's episode. So Adam, I'm just going to ask you to kind of tell everybody who you are, what you do in case my listeners don't know who you are. For sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. It's truly an honor to be tied into any type of dialogue around Father's Day. So I'm humbled about that. Um, Yeah, I am a full-time content creator. I'm a serial entrepreneur and a children book author. Um, Yeah, I just take, I take pride in creating content that is authentic to me, that showcases, you know, fatherhood, um, the hustle, and just trying to inspire people on my journey and get, you know, learn about people's journey. Cause I, you know, we're all in it and uh, we're figuring this thing called life together. And um, it's exciting to, to build a community around like-minded individuals. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a, in a quick nutshell of what I do. Just a full-time content creator. Well, thanks so much, Adam, for being on this episode. This is a very big full circle moment for me following your content and now having you on my podcast. So again, we thank you. So we're just going to dive right into it. Now, we all know from your motivation and inspirational videos on your channel, Everyday Hustle, and as a father of three wonderful children, but we would like to know more about young Adam and what it was like for you growing up. Did you have any father figures or multiple father figures in your life that you looked up to for guidance? Um, yeah, I, I definitely grew up in a, in a household with both my mom and my dad. Um, but by the time I was 15... 16 um sorry let me retract that a little bit so i lived in tanzania which is in the east coast of africa i was originally born in canada but i lived in tanzania for about three years between the age 11 um, 13 to 16 um and then yeah after that um i came back to canada so literally half of my life i've been pretty much by myself, you know, raising myself since 16. Um, you know, and, and what I'll say is truly, like, there's just, I, truly, you know, the creator has protected me when I was a youth. I was never lured into, like, gangs or anything of that nature. Um, and even though I, I probably lived in some of the worst places you can think of in Canada, um, I took, I, I, you know, I, I will give all the glory to the creator for just protecting me when I was a youth. Um, now, yeah, in terms of father figure, I wouldn't say I had a father figure, but I definitely have, you know, taken some amazing attributes that my father, you know, just, you know, showcased. Um, but yeah, I've, I feel like. The, the true figure for me was my desire for like ongoing learning, just being disciplined and ongoing learning, personal ongoing learning that really just gave me a lot of um, light bulb moments to keep me going and applying that into my life. Um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of in a nutshell, like, you know, I, w- you know, I, I wish I could give my, my father all the, you know, all the praise or 
you know any like uncles and stuff like that but that's just not really the case i i, I would um i would not be telling the the full story yeah <laughs> that's fine and do you find there has anybody who has influenced your parenting style or did adam come up with this on his own I don't think I have an influence, you know, when it comes to a, fa- you know, a father. I think I've taken a few attributes that I feel were very strong about my dad, and um, and also learned from the things where I felt like, you know, he he lacked, and maybe he lacked that from, you know, from a cultural difference, and you know, it, I just turned it into to me, and trying my best to, you know, learn how to raise kids in this modern day because you know what applied back then not everything's applicable now and that can cause a lot of tension there you know and i've experienced just the the generational differences so you know just try my best to cater in a way that's still impactful and still instills values that I personally because everything's going to be personable mm-hmm. but values that I, I believe um, will that are everlasting you know evergreen <laughs> now in one of your videos we saw that you were honored at the dad gang awards I know that there is no award for being a parent and you did mention that in your video um, but with the media portrayal of black fathers as being non-existent we are seeing a shift and seeing more positive images of black fathers being there so take us back to that moment what was it like for you how did it feel to be a part of what looks like a brotherhood of fathers how does it feel to be amongst many fathers changing the narrative um you know, when I first was going to this event, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I was just speaking to the founder of it on a one-on-one basis. I've never really got in touch with, you know, the other, I guess, members and, you know, people who pushed that dad gang narrative. Um, so I went to it and quickly I realized, you know, the amazing work of other father figures um well i should say online father figures and it, it was certainly an incredible night people you know it was a room that allowed everyone you know a lot of the men were like crying telling wow. their story because i've never really seen that and it, it was super magical for me you know just to see you know other men just be vulnerable to their brothers you know in a world where we gotta be tough you know and um it was a it was it was a night it was a night filled with prayers um i left you know inspired but you know just i just knew that um being myself is how i got here i'm not i'm not chasing no award or anything like that and it just reminded me you know what you got here just you know being you're not portraying or anything of that nature so just continuing and um it, it was a it was a phenomenal night do you feel like you are helping push that narrative of more positive images of black fathers do you feel like you are helping that i don't really think about it you know i just be i just do i just show up um you know i 
I would, I, I, it wouldn't be fair for me to say I wake up intentionally right. to make impact in the culture. Um, I just show up and be as intentional and present with my kids. And, you know, I capture a few moments here and there. Um, and that's just being, just being true to it. Like, I'm not, you know, wearing this cape and really trying to push for it. And if, you know, what I do and the bits of what I share it, it inspires, then, you know, amazing. Yeah. Now, you first became a parent in 2014 with the birth of your first daughter, Samia. And at that time, you were living here in Toronto. Hey. (laughs) Now, cut to now, you are a dad of three kids based out in Atlanta. Based on your experience, have you noticed any challenges to raising your kids in the U.S. compared to here in Canada? Um, I actually recently got asked that question. I can't remember where I got asked. Um... No, I don't see no difference. Yeah, there are differences generally about these two different countries. Mm-hmm. I think Canada is certainly a little bit more nicer. Like the people are more nicer, more friendlier. Um, but in terms of your, you know, raising kids, um. I, I, I don't see the difference yet. Okay. Maybe because I live in a suburban place out here that's much more suburban than, than where I lived in Canada. Okay. So that could play a role. Um, but from just speaking personally, I cannot say, you know, but there are very much major differences between these two countries for sure. Have you had to have like the discuss discussion with your kids about things like racism or you know microaggressions? I mean, not in like that in depthness of it, but just kind of give them an idea of you know there are people out there. Yeah, during um, the beginning of COVID or just before the COVID period, um, you know the BLM initiative was full throttle with um what's his name what's, what, what, george floyd george floyd mm-hmm. so we would the kids would see flags being you know all over the place for blm and um i did that certainly had a conversation with samia at that time we even made we even made a video where i, I educated her on the video about the BLM movement and just other um, black, you know, figures like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, etc. Um, yeah, I mean, we we had that conversation because that was what um, was um, transpiring at that moment, and you know, it's it's an it's an inevitable. Um, dialogue that will happen whether it's now or later because this is just a, that's our history and it's it's something that's gotta it's gotta happen especially if we're living in america even canada yeah um, anyway. i'm a mother of two and so i know this conversation is gonna have 
uh, I have a boy and a girl and maybe you can walk me through it or maybe you can walk some just kind of based on how did you approach your kids when you had to have these discussions maybe this might help you know for some parents who are trying to turn the wheels of having those conversations those difficult conversations with younger children maybe under the age of 10 mines are six and two so i know my two-year-old will understand but my daughter's six what would you say for me it would be advice of approaching her with things of this sort like racism or yeah like racism um being more mindful of my uh microaggressions for example but we'll start off with racism what would you suggest to me or anybody listening uh, based off of what you did your what you did to explain to our listeners of how you approach for example samia uh, about it yeah i think um it needs to come from a space that is calm, you know, because these type of conversations could be a trigger to you, and now you you, you might be coming off, maybe you know, with anger, or it's fueling you in a way where you can't provide the messaging without instilling some sort of, you know, fear. It just needs to come from a loving tone a loving space um i think also you need to come with sort you need to kind of draw a solution that would help it help it because sometimes just letting people know what the problem problem is leaves them more confused especially for a child right right so i think um kind of letting them know what is happening what would you know, some options that would make it better. Um, so that way they have something to lean towards versus feeling like, well, this is absolutely mis, you know, um, this is absolutely a disaster. Right. Um, for any scenario, especially for kids. Yeah. I think it just needs to come from a, from a tone and, um, that's welcoming and loving. Um, and I, I yeah, because, and, and I, and I can say that because, you know, back to tying into my, when you asked me about my father figure, I've missed out on many conversations with my dad because he was very serious. And um, I almost felt like every time I wanted to have a conversation with him, I would need to rehearse the entire conversation in my head. So, you know, I would avoid even having conversations with him because it just wasn't fluid. It wasn't natural. Um, so these are conversations that allow you to build that bond and allow you to leave a door open for tough conversations that will arise in the future, you know, not just for you to go to them, but for them to come to you as well. So you can set that tone by, you know, by the way you, you have this conversation with them, um, that will carry on with the many, many, you know, important conversation that your child will have. So... We just want to switch gears a little bit and talk about your experience as a single father. Now, we have had some single fathers reached out on our podcast. And so we they basically wanted to know. So we for sure have some listeners out there who are single dads and we would like to provide them with some insight and advice to help them navigate what can sometimes be complicated situation. Do you have any advice for fathers out there who are faced with sensitive task of talking to their children about divorce? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's very general in the sense where you just be respectful because they, they, they're still the mother, they're still the mother of their child. Um, and you gotta, they're gonna go back. You don't need to send them back with some sort of resentment towards another parent. Uh, you gotta keep it respectful. You know, I would start there. Uh, and hence why I said it's so general. It's kind of like, it's a, these are no brainers. Um, and yeah, just do your very best to not carry over any sort of negative or resentment in your messaging, you know, towards the, you know, when speaking to the kid. Uh. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So, like, try to stay as neutral as possible, I would assume. Is what yeah, I'm and even if it's... I would even say you would have to go another level up from being neutral. Because being neutral sometimes, let's say, hypothetically... You know, dad misses, you know, an event. You you stay neutral would mean, you know, your dad is busy, but that doesn't help the situation. Right. What would help the situation would be, I'm sure he he would love to be here, but something might have something, you know, he might be in a situation where it didn't allow you know that, that kind of just helps reassures the child that you know what there's more to this than confirming that you know he doesn't want to be here or something right if that makes any sense yeah so basically we're looking at being each other's team teammate i guess you could say so that you have each other's backs um during whatever the situation that may be so that one parent talks in a sense of Almost, I would say, almost considered positive um, to support the other parent who, for example, can't be at a soccer game or a basketball game. Um, so just kind of be each other's teammates, kind of just work well with each other, I guess, co-parent well. <laughs> yeah. And, and how many times do even married couples get into situations where both of the parents, you know, or one parent is doing another thing? Yeah. And they, they're both not in the same setting. It's, it's yeah. It's just you. It, you're still on the same team. That's it. That's, That's right. What it is. <laughs> so, what are your top five tips on how to successfully co-parent with the with a parent? 
So what are some five top tips? I, I could tell you, you know, some tips, you know, as of, you know, April 2020, 2022, um, I think this is a, a journey of um, learning. And the more you heal, the more you learn. Um, I'm no way, you know, I've not figured this out. I personally, you know, what, I'm at a point where I still think co-parenting is such a ghetto thing. Like, I'm like, this is so ghetto, man. Because, you know, you come from a household where everyone's there, but then this becomes the reality. It's so different. And you're yeah. like, oh, God. But the reality is this is what happens sometimes. Uh, and, I, you know, a lot of times for someone to even get here, it, it, you know, they have already made it in their made a, a decision that this is the better route, and I could still say yes, this is the better decision. You know, this is the better route for me. So even if I say it's ghetto, it's still the better decision. <laughs> yeah. Um, some some advice on co-parenting. Um, you know, you're. If you're one thing I've noticed about, let's say my my kids, is they are trying to have a control of their life. Mm -hmm. And when we when there was one household, the kids would never really keep upkeep their rooms naturally. Mm -hmm. You know, one of us, both of us, someone would always keep up with cleaning their room. But now I've noticed, and maybe because they're getting older or whatever, but they upkeep their rooms and it's precise to their personality and they don't want no one to move anything. And I started looking into it and I was like, they just want a control of something. Like they want, they can't, like what else could they really control, you know, in their lives? Right. And now it's like the only thing they can really control is their little space, which, we, you know, their room. So allow them to feel like they have control in certain aspects of their lives, whether that's, you know, cleaning up or whatever it is, whatever, you you know, they, they'll exhibit is what you want to allow. Um, another advice I would say is um, continue to, you know, you could be, because now, you're you're by yourself you have more responsibilities you're probably more hands-on now's the time to really roll your sleeves and build a bond a connection with them that you know reassures them your love as a mom dad um, now's not the time to just focus on providing even though naturally that may be the case because you're a single parent now. Now you're. Not, it's not a dual household where income is coming from two places. It's one now, and you probably have to hustle harder, work harder, and you have the. You feel like you know what? Right now, I just gotta put food on my plate. But this, you know, you, you, you this is the time to not lose grip of your child because your child can easily find peace you know, outside or in a, in an iPad or mm -hmm. peers or, you know, this is how kids join gangs and they go, you know, to places that welcomes them. So this is the time to really build a bond 
um, with with your kids. Um, I would say. Uh, what else? I think um, just tying into that, always ask yourself, you know, what are some moments that I can make memorable? And always do your best to take advantage of these moments or create those moments. You know, anytime I feel like, you know what, I'm able to take these kids out for, you know, out of out of state, out of town to an exhi- ex- exhibition of some sort, I'm always looking to create memorable moments with them. Um, yeah, th- those are the three things that kind of just really come to my mind now. I'm sure I can come up with a hundred. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's fine. We just wanted some advice from Adam, just his <laughs> top three. So that's okay. Um, now, speaking of children, if any of you have followed Adam on Instagram or YouTube, you know that all three of his children are not only cute, but they're very confident children. From Aya's model poses uh, on the gram to Simia's very own YouTube channel and book series. These kids know a thing or two about owning the room they are in. Now, what is the secret? Because trust me, Adam, even I need it. What is the secret to raising children to be confident in themselves? Uh, I feel like if the parents are showcasing that you know the kids absorb everything that they see around them so i think naturally they just saw us you know literally all three of our kids were born into t into the into the screen like the birth videos were on youtube right um so like they've watched each of us like hold the camera the since the moment that they were birthed so i think it's about the parents too um and I, you know, one thing I always ask Samia too is, you know, do you have a video idea? So allowing her creative juices to, to flow and have input um, in her narrative. Of course, you know, you, you, you look into what her thoughts and ideas are. But, you know, I always ask her. She gives me some, you know, great ideas sometimes. Um, and yeah, it's, it's you know... It, it's interesting because you mentioned Samia and Aya who both have a certain type of confidence. And then there's Zane who initially never liked, mm. you know, recording, but no, I, we never forced him. Mm-hmm. And now he asks me for a YouTube channel or he wants to like close out a video or, you know, he just naturally came into his little personality I see him go to like birthday events and he's like the most vocal person there, you know? So it's, it's allowing them to be, um, in the most natural manner. Like we never, I never force, I don't even, yeah. I I never force content creation from the kids, you know, excessively. Right. Um, it's kind of like, Hey guys, we're going to shoot a video and it's maybe once every two weeks. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, it's doable. Um, we make it doable for them. It's not like there's some Disney kids that need to show up first, you know, on, on, on the set and stuff like that. Do you ever feel the need to um, put words of affirmation into your children to help them gain their confidence? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, like for uh, in our house, my um, fiance, he 
try he has a little <laughs> i don't know what to call it rap spiel because he raps and so they have a little bit of a rap um to kind of talk about how she's beautiful because she's considered um more of a darker complexion and so you know colorism all that sort of stuff so we try to um put words of affirmation into her and so we're just kind of wondering does, does adam do that too and what what is the little spiel that he gives his kids yeah um well i definitely give affirmations to zane specifically um i i feel like sometimes he is trying to find his voice around Samia, who's more vocal, more, you know, sometimes gets more attention. Um, so there could be a clash there. But I remind him about his little superpowers, which also, which in it, which ignited the whole idea of launching um, the A to Z affirmation cards. I don't know if you're right. aware. Yeah. We launched um, affirmation cards, A to Z, which is I and Zane. And this was Zane's little first product that he has out. Um, and yeah, people love it. It's on Etsy, um, etc. And uh, I believe in affirmations. You know, you are your, your, your subconscious heavily plays a role in your personality, your character. So yeah, the fact that your fiance does that, I think it's phenomenal because um, it's these are little anchors that are set in the back of you know their head that they're gonna remember when it gets a little tough. Yeah. Now on the subject of confidence, you yourself radiate confidence and positivity on your YouTube channel, which you have grown for grown to a following of seventy four plus thousands followers as well as creating your own beard oil um company all while being a father to your three kids now one of our listeners is a father to three children as well and asked us to dig a bit uh, into how you go about your dreams and achieving your goals while being a single father some men can find it challenging to do both because they feel guilt that their child does not have a two-parent household so they have to uh they have a hard time juggling being present for their children but also going after their dreams can you offer up some advice to our listener yeah uh (laughs) you know i think um what story do you want to tell yourself you know it's kind of like you want to continuously have this sob story or are you gonna pivot and come up? You know, like turn that hurt, to, turn that hurt to, to let that hurt turn up your hustle. And um, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I'm a full time content creator. Before that, I was managing my ex, so managing my ex took all my time, like mm-hmm. 85, 90 percent of my time. So I couldn't even do or even tap into some of the things that I wanted to do on a personal level. So once I pulled myself away from managing her, I had all this time now, which allowed me to really pursue um, various things. And um, you just got to, you know, one thing, I'm not a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I have no problem tweaking as we go. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all about validating whatever ideas, products that I have in real time. 
Um, I'm not looking for the perfect launch. I'm just creating and launching, creating and launching um, and scaling, growing, learning, and then trying my best to enjoy the process, you know, but um, you just got to start. You just got to go. Just do it, right? Get your hands messy and do it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, there really is no magic recipe to the to any of this. You just gotta tweak as you go, and um, and you know I, that allows me to also show my ideas in real time and grow with the people because they get to see what I'm doing in real time. Yeah. Which gives me content. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are some words of wisdom that you may have for fathers or soon-to-be fathers of young children? Some just little tidbit, a final Adam keynote. You can't control what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this is an opportunity for you for yourself to control the way you respond to what's happening Mm. and that's where the power is Um, you know you're going to have people who are going to question you know why you having a kid some people are going to question your parenthood some people are going to question your marriage some people are going to question your breakups um you're always going to be responsible for your reaction. Um, I would say, I think also just really invest in self learning. Um, I think, um, one of, one of the biggest gifts that I got from this divorce is it literally walked me into my awakening i think all every every individual that walks this surface will reach a point in their life Mm -hmm. where they will have to make a decision that's either going to make them go down a rabbit hole or walk them into an awakening you know you look at you look in our lives a lot you know you go through schools and having friends, people coming in and out of your life, but there's going to be something, whether that's the passing of a parent that you wasn't ready for, right. a best friend passing away, a disease that you might acquire, something that's going to shake up your world. And it, it's about how you will respond to this. Will this moment here awaken? Because we, we, we will all have an opportunity to be awakened and that can be a beautiful gift um, if you recognize it as awakening or it could be the 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 fall you know the fall of who you are you know it it really is up to you Um, but don't be fooled to think that you will forever be cruising (laughs) all the way through you, you know, there's going to be some shakeups in your life that are going to really demand more of you. Yeah, 100%. I like that. That's a good little tidbit from Adam, everybody. Okay. And with that being said, Adam, we thank you so much for being on our episode. 
Um, just one final question. Is there anything that we could expect in the future coming from Adam? Uh, I'm always working on things. Um, yeah, right now I'm working on expanding my beard oil into Europe. What else? Am I, there's something else that I'm working on. Um, that's pretty big. Uh, yes, I'm launching my uh, a juice business. Oh, nice. In Atlanta, is it? Right? Yeah, it's okay. going to start off in Atlanta and the U.S. Any plans to come visit your um, listeners yeah, in Toronto? Yeah. I think the model, <laughs> the model that I have uh, for this juicing business, I could potentially do it in Canada as well. Okay. That's um, nice. But yeah, I'm definitely coming to Toronto very soon. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. It's been certainly a while since yeah. I've been back, um, ever since the pandemic. Yeah. I've been back. Well, I'm sure we'll hear from you on your YouTube channel. So if you guys don't know, Adam has a YouTube channel. That's how I know of Adam. (laughs) So you have to follow him. I'm going to let Adam plug all of his socials. Adam, go ahead and plug your socials. Thank you. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook um, under Adam Won't Lose. And if you're interested in keeping up with my various hustles in real time, you can check me out on youtube.com slash everyday hustle. Adam, again, thank you so much for being on our episode. We wish you all the best in all your endeavors. I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Did you enjoy today's episode? Well, don't forget to rate and comment if you're listening podcast don't forget to share it with a friend let us know what you thought of the episode by following our social media platforms you can follow us on facebook at ashana melanin on twitter at asom underscore podcast as well as instagram at ashana melanin we'll catch you in the next episode Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.